Good evening and welcome back to the show, Everyday Man of God Ministries. It is September 2nd, 2022. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, we got a few things we're going to cover this evening, but we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about work salvation. No, we're not going to get that deep into it. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the KJV only stuff. Um, uh, a guy named Tim uh, Conway. Uh, the inerrancy of the Word of God. We're going to throw a few things in there. Maybe a little Latin. Uh, got a study I'm doing on that. Mm -hmm. As I'm drinking water on the air. So, first let's talk about this Tim Conway. I'm just going to get rid of him right off the bat. This guy, he's a pastor down somewhere in San Antonio, Texas. This gentleman is a, just a flat-out liar. He's a work salvation guy, but uh, or it appears to be. On, I just watched one video of this guy a few days ago, and he's absolutely a work salvation type of guy. Very much down on the KJV, um, even though, you know, here's the thing about the King James Bible. I think there's only one question you have to ask yourself. I guess you can ask more than one. But if these people are such heretics... And they're so insignificant. And they are the minority. Because the majority of Christians do not, of those who call themselves Christians, do not read the King James Bible. And yes, there are people who call themselves Christians and read the King James Bible. I'm just, all I'm saying is, the King James is not read anywhere near as the NIV, NRSV, you got the ESVs now and so forth. Um, this gentleman is t telling people that the King James Bible has changed. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. Changing spelling and changing words are two different things. So, the man is a liar, flat-out liar. Um, I'm going to try to take some time and watch his other things. I don't, I didn't used to really call out people very often, but I think I, I, I better start. Because there are a lot of people leading people in the wrong direction. All right, let's talk a little bit about work salvation, since we just basically reference it. I think the thing with work salvation, I thought to myself the other day, why is it so appealing to people? Why is that such a draw? I mean, after knowing the truth and understanding the Bible, I know why it shouldn't be a draw. But why? So I looked at it from a different angle. I looked at the person. Okay, you know what? Let me look at it this way. I just want to be a Christian. I want. I, I want to believe in God. I just. But there's all. I don't want to throw my whole life away and stop watching football. And that's when it dawns on me. It's carnal. It appeals to our pride. See, we can control our destiny. That's what work salvation is. We can control our destiny. Or, I don't want it for free. Because then I'll have to owe you. Well, you owe the bank for your car. You owe your bank for the for a mortgage. See, people feel like, well, I can't just take it. I have to earn it somehow. That's not what the Bible says. It's a free gift from God. Free gift. So, 
we don't celebrate Christmas. No, we're not JWs. Um, but we don't sell, celebrate Christmas in the traditional fashion. But when you give someone a present, or if someone gives you a present, do you deny that present? You didn't earn that present. You didn't control the destiny of that gift. So why take it? You should give it back. It was free. But no, you don't. You, you take it. Why? Because you have one to give back. And that happens a lot too. Someone gives you something, you got to hurry up and give something back. Why? I think it has to be one of the most insulting things to do. To get a present or a gift of some sort and then refuse it? I'm like, dude, it was just a gift. It's free. You don't owe me, man. You don't owe me at all. But that's not how they look at it. They don't look at it that way at all. Because they're stuck in the attitude of the world. Carnal. Pride. You don't want to be a servant. That'd be terrible. You don't want to be a servant. Let's go look at... Um, I got a few scriptures here. I'm going to look at Ephesians. So if you got your King James Bible, obviously that's what I want to read. Clearly. We haven't figured that out yet. Yikes. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And then verse 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Not, not of yourself. You can't do it. Not of works. There's no works you can perform that will get there. So if you deny the gift and you think, well, I can just work my way there, well, then you have just told God, God, you're not good enough, and you can't do it. I have to help you. That is terrible. But now let's do what worldly Christians do. And Roman Catholics. They go to what? James. James chapter 2, looking uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 4. 4? Four? No, that's not 4. That's not it. That's uh, da, 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 24. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only? Right. What does that mean? It's faith in the works, right? No, it's faith. So I've talked about this a million times. A million times. You have faith. The works come. If you have faith in God, if you have faith in the Bible, and you have faith in you doing what He wants you to do, your works just happen. If you do what He tells you, it's a work, right? You Abraham. This is what everybody wants to talk about. Abraham goes to sacrifice his son, which is what? What do you hear all the time? A work. Okay. 
But here's the thing. Before the work happens, he has faith in God. I don't know what God wants. I don't know what God's going to do. I have no idea why he wants me to kill my only son. But I have faith. I believe in him. I have faith in him. Whatever it is, it'll be good. And his son is saved because he had that faith. It wasn't the work. It was the faith. Because the work would have been the completion of what he was doing. That would have been the work. So, why is this such an appeal? I don't know. Other than the fact that you just want to be in control of everything. Why, why would you not want the free gift? God is giving you a free gift. Not to just do anything you want with it. You, know, you, you, you come to God. Oh, the other is repent and then come to God. That's not a thing. That is not a thing. Because if you repent and fix all your sins and come to Jesus, then why did you need Jesus? Duh. It's because you're drowning. I think it references that in 1 Peter. Drowning. You're drowning. You cannot do it yourself. But that's not what gentlemen like Tim Conway teach you. That's not what they say. Let's talk a little bit about Latin. So, I've had discussions about where Latin comes from and the fact that the Carthaginians and, and the, uh, they were the, in the northern part of Africa and Latin, different uh, dialects of Latin were from Africa and uh, of that, or in that area and Rome, blah, blah, blah. But the thing about the, the, the church Latin is that is actually what's called ecclesiastical Latin. That's not regular Latin of that time frame. That Latin was, was saved for only two types of people, the high and mighty, wealthy, rich, way above you, and the church leaders, those the popes and the bishops. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? So basically, it wasn't meant for the common people because we don't want them to know the truth. So when you speak in Latin, they say Latin is, well, what Latin are you talking about? New Latin, Ecclesiastical Latin, Classical Latin, uh, Antiquity. Which Latin? They go, well, it's the original Latin. No, it's not. When they tell you that the, the Vatican, the, the Pope speaks in the original Latin, no, he doesn't, because the original Latin is actually dead, just like the original way, way, way back Greek, da-da-da. It's, it's dead. So, I want to talk about that briefly. We got that out of, the, out of the way. Now, I had promised that I was going to start talking about current events along with other things we're talking about. And, you know, this, 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 this President Biden, I'm not talking about Trump at the moment because I'm talking about the current president because that's the topic. And he gave this speech. And he railed on and on about the MAGA and all the MAGA Republicans are the problem and that's why there's so much uh, violence in the streets and blah, 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 blah. Now, I'm not saying there aren't supporters that are violent. I'm just, I thought it was interesting. All the MAGA Republicans are the problem. And I dissected this in my brain 
as I was driving today, MAGA is supposed to stand for what? Make America Great Again. So now let's put that in that context. Biden now has says has now said basically, make America great again. Republicans are the reason we have violence in America. So now he's he's going after he's, he showed that he's anti-American just in that. Not, we're not talking about Trump. Oh, you're a Trump, you're a Trump uh, lover and all this. I'm not talking about. It. I'm just I'm I'm talking about last night that conversation. And I have my issues with Trump, too. I don't think he's a genius, either. I don't think he's the greatest man on the face of the earth. Um, actually, weird side note. Nobody talks about this, but Donald Trump's uncle actually worked for the government. He's actually was part of the conspiracy with the government to take uh, Nikola Tesla's uh, uh, paperwork when he died. Just a weird side note there. I just thought that was uh, kind of interesting. So, little connection there. But um, Biden is a communist. He is anti-America. Uh, I, I don't care where you fall, Democrat, Socialist, whatever. He's, he's a commie. And he hates this country. And he's a racist. It's just, the only reason he's president right now is because everybody hated Donald Trump so much that they're willing to vote for anybody to get the other out of the office. I mean, it's common. It's not like that's a new thing, like people don't do that. They'll basically take anybody they can to get rid of the person that was there. It's not an unusual standard. It's just that this has created worse repercussions than ever in history. So he's also basically told all the elderly folks out there, uh, those who voted for uh, Reagan, that he's anti-Reagan, that he hates Ronald Reagan. Because we have to remember, make America great again, this whole bring back America, make it great again, stuff like that, was not Donald Trump's uh, brainchild, so to speak. He got that from Reagan. I'm sure Reagan got that from somewhere else, but I'm just saying that the, before Trump, Reagan was pushing that. So now you're going to have to tell everybody who voted for Reagan the same thing. And you know who also backed Reagan on that? Well, George Bush, senior. And his children say that their father's the greatest ball. You know, they think he's the best president ever. No, I got no problem with the bias. But now they have to admit that they were against Reagan because... Because they back Biden over Trump. You see how this all gets crazy into politics? So why am I getting into it? Stephen, don't I get into it if it's all ridiculous and crazy? To point out the fact that there's so much hypocrisy in the world, it's in politics. It's, it's in 99% uh, of your church buildings. It's, it's in religion. Look at, who, look at who's spouting off about religion now. You know, look, look who's out there. The Oprah Winfrey's, the Joel Olsteins, the Elon Musk. And I don't know anything about this Jordan Peterson guy, but whatever. Um, well, when it comes to his faith, I mean, I heard some things and seen some titles of his videos, but I don't have time to watch them. I've seen some of his stuff uh, a while back, and I, I think he made some darn good points uh, against government intrusion of your words and thought process. But... Um, the truth has always been in one place. And that's it. It's never changed. Well, unless you're reading 
Unless you read the Dewey Reams, then the NRSV, but that's another video podcast. Well, another one. I've done enough of them. See, the government has never really been there for you. It turns on you. Hollywood doesn't even know you exist. All those entertainers in the music business could care less about you. Just buy my uh, CD. And when they're done with you, whatever, don't care. However, God has always wanted you. He's always been waiting with open arms. Hasn't forced his way in. Didn't create some weird movement. Didn't go on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, all of that. He didn't do all that. He didn't try to indoctrinate your movies. There's a lot of religious movies out there. You know what I'm talking about. Don't be a genius. There's a lot of issues going on. and We really need to face them head on. We're getting so wrapped up in Mar-a-Lago and we're getting wrapped up in, uh, I know what's going on now. Some new issues. Some FBI guy got escorted out. And turns out he really didn't. I mean, you hear something on Tuesday and Wednesday, we find out it's a complete lie. Well, then people do find out that. Me, I'm thinking, I don't believe a darn thing the first time around. I believe the Bible. See, here's the difference between the Bible the, and the rest of the entire world who is not following the Bible. Their fruits are rotten to the core. And some of their fruits look appealing at first, and then you cut them open, and you're like, "Yeah, that is disgusting. It's rotted. When you follow the Bible, and yeah, I'm going to say King James. I'm, I have no problem with saying I'm a King James only. Why do I say I'm a King James only? It's because I want to be part of a cult. That's why. Yeah, that, that, that's the exact reason. No, facts. Facts back it up, which is interesting when people say, oh, you just run on emotions only. Well, yes, that's how you start. <laughs> you run on emotions because you realize that, well, you're a sinner, and you can't do this all yourself in this world, and you need someone to bail you out. Not the type of bailout you're thinking. Not the, uh, the uh, Obama bailout, the government bailout. Ask almost any truly saved person how they feel now as opposed to when they did whatever they wanted. I'm guarantee you 90 plus percent of the time they're going, I feel better now. Like, but wait, but there are rules. It's amazing how the rules make me happy. There's nothing wrong with them. doesn't ask you to do something completely out of the ordinary, something crazy. Well, Stephen, you talked about Abraham earlier. That's not what I'm talking don't, don't reference that. We keep fighting for America. This is the theme all the time. The soul of America, America, uh, let's keep my guns. Uh, there's so many things they say that they fight for. Oh, excuse me. Fight for. 
And yet the same thing, and I've mentioned this before, but they're not fighting for God. Oh, they'll 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 say a few things about God and, and this is God's country and da da da. It's it, it but it's really about what they want. Just like the left, it's the same thing, it's what they want. And they'll say whatever it takes to get that across. And I'm not sure why why this whole movement of Save America. You know, so here's the thing. See, I told you, these uh, podcasts are going to mostly off the cuff. Here's the thing. You have to stop believing that Donald Trump's going to walk into office and save America. Like, it's all just going to change overnight. I mean, perhaps it will. Not the way you're thinking. The far right's going to be ushered in. I'm not saying he wants to usher them in. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they will be. In a few years, the left and the right are going to collide like locomotive trains, and it's going to be a devastating situation like you've never seen in your entire life. Good luck. Good luck. Another thing I wanted to talk about tonight was the, um, the vaccination uh, preach. Preachers, not only the preachers, actually preachers who run a church building, but those who preach about it. It's like a religion now, this whole COVID-19. And no offense, there's some, there's some secular world guys that I listen to. Um, Dan Bongino is one of them. I'll listen to Mark Levin. Um, I'll listen to them when I can. They'll be on the radio when I'm on the road. and uh, But... What bothers me about the these people who tell you to stand up for your rights and don't take the vaccination and stuff like that. You have the right, you have the right. But yet, they've all taken the vaccine. I, I don't, well, I mean, because their doctor said, see, you, you're speaking two different things here. You're telling everybody in the, on the conservatives, uh, oh, yeah, stand up for your rights, stand up for your rights. Well, are you vaccinated? Well, yeah, I did. But my doctor felt it was the best. See? At least one commentator has finally come out and regretted his decision. That would be that guy, Dan Bongino. Finally, someone out there in the secular world who considers themselves a conservative has said that they were wrong. But I'll even almost give him a pass because he had cancer and I'm glad he's okay and he beat cancer and the doctor said because he had cancer. So yeah, that can be scary. There are two types of people that fought the vaccine and the mask and all that. One were just the freedom-loving America flag-waving, you will not take my freedoms away. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying that was that, that people. But then the other people, the ones who know, the ones who truly follow God, and, and call me bragging all you want, but those who who've really read the Bible, who trust in God. They didn't fall for this one. One second. Because I don't. Like for me. And people like me. We don't listen to Twitter. Facebook. Twitch. Snapchat. Or the Truth Social now. I think that's a new thing. That uh, Donald Trump's got out there. Or uh, Rumble. Parlor. YouTube. Whatever. The list goes on. No. We read the Bible. 
So we're not swayed. We don't have a preacher telling us to put on masks when I, if we ever come to a church building, blah, blah, blah. Nope, we don't have any of that kind of stuff. The Bible believes in Christians who believe in God. And never mind be the fact that we weren't blinded by things, though we were, we were able to see red flags everywhere. So I would like the people who have taken vaccines to stop sitting there and telling people how they should stand up for it because you have no idea what it's like to stand up, not wear a mask, and not take a vaccine when you have taken the vaccine and worn the mask. So those people I say, I need you to shut up until you admit that you were wrong. Those who can speak are those are the ones who have fought it all the way through. And I'm not talking about just me. There are so many people like me out there who's like, no, no. And some of them, uh, there are Bible believers out there going, yeah, no. At no point is this biblical. At no point. When government law supersedes God's law, you need to take a step back. So I appreciate you guys tuning into the uh, show tonight. Um, this is... In a weird way, I don't want to say inauguration video because I've done so many of these videos and podcasts, but this is the first time I've been mostly off the cuff, and I think that's what I'm going to do in the future because I don't want to pigeonhole myself into one topic all the time. There will be times, though, that we were, we're going to do just a straight um, topic and study and, and things like that. And those might go longer than instead of being at 25 minutes or a half an hour, maybe the 45 minutes. That's kind of the beauty of the podcast. Um, I will, however, be hooking this podcast in a different situation, uh, different places, hooking it up in different areas, iHeart and places like that. And got to put some money aside, save some money, and try to make that happen. And um, as much as I didn't want to do it originally, um, I will be putting, uh, not GoFundMe, what is it? PayPal and all that kind of stuff on at the end of these uh, uh, these these uh, shows uh, these video uh, podcasts and uh, to do donate to the program and what it will be going to is um, Bibles and gospel tracts really that's mostly and just to kind of keep this system up and running like I said we're going to try to start creating the we a website and uh, a radio format. Um, in the future, and uh, we're working on a prison ministry. We want to get that up and running. Um, so it's going to be a lot of work, and um, I'm not afraid of the work. It doesn't bother me, but uh, this, the, the, this is the toughest part, is the funding. That's where it becomes an issue. So um, I'm hoping by the next one to two podcasts, I'll have those things hooked up where you can donate, whether it be a buck or $2, $5, Um I'd rather you donated uh, Love You Hot and not for a tax write-off. I won't send anybody for any kind of paperwork for tax write-off. I refuse to do that. I don't believe in charity tax write-offs. Never have. Um, if it's a charity, then why do you need to write it off? It should be out of the kindness of your heart. That's that's how my family donate. I, that's how I donate. I don't want anything. I donate because it's the right thing to do. I give clothing to play. I don't look for a tax write-off for it. So, sorry, I got a little off track there. So, that'll happen in the future. You'll see uh, links for stuff like that down the road. And, um, and if you're able to help, great. 
Um, I'll end up having a P.O. Box number up on the screens too, or at the end of the video, or in the um, captions, what do you call them, the descriptions rather. Um, some people like just sending straight cash, um, and that's fine. And uh, yeah, with that, I, I appreciate it. And uh, let's hope we can get this, not to grow into a mega church thing, but that we can uh, reach more people. That is the that is the goal. Reach more, more people with the truth of the King James Bible instead of all this nonsense you hear out there. Well, with that, that is the end of the video. So, God bless and good night.